1: Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
2: Good evening to you, bless the Lord, and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. with the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's a privilege to be starting a new week of broadcasting with you. And the subject this week is a phrase that Paul used in the beginning and in the end of his epistle to the Romans. And that verse is obedience of faith. If you have your Bibles, turn with us to Romans chapter 1, verse 5. This is Paul's introduction to his letter to the church in Rome. Through him we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name, among whom you also are the called of Jesus Christ. All right? The key here was the, the obedience to the faith. In the New American Standard, we read it this way. Through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith among all the Gentiles for his namesake. Now turn to the very end of uh, the book of Romans, Romans chapter 16, verses 25, 26, 27, the last three verses of this book. Now to him who is able to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery which has been kept secret for long ages past, but now is manifesting and by the scriptures of the prophets according to the to the <clears throat> commitment of the eternal God has been made known to all the nations leading to obedience of faith to the only wise God through Jesus Christ be the glory forever. Juni, powerful verses. And in the beginning of of this letter to the end, the issue was the obedience of faith.
3: And the author of Romans is Paul. And in Galatians, chapter 2, verse 20, Paul exhorts us to have the faith of the Son of God. And so what you've read is confirmed in Galatians, chapter 2, 20, that the faith Paul lived by and the faith that we're to live by as a born-again believer because the resurrected Messiah Christ is alive in us, to have His faith as the Son
2: of God, and you know, Junie, there's a dramatic link as we're going to speak about it this week between faith and obedience. And you know, in just thinking about it, we're talking about coming onto a uh, into a realm that's so far above. The human mind. Um, you know, when I even think of the definition of faith according to Hebrews one, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. On a natural basis, we we tell people that I say, what What's the matter with you? How can it be the substance of you can't think it? Uh, think of it and hoping for things that you don't see. And yet, when we're born again believers, we really have to believe in so many times more in the things we don't see than the things around us that we could see and touch and feel.
3: And that's because the things we see, Shelley, are temporal. Right. And the things that we can't see are eternal. It brings us into another realm of knowing the Lord and his spirit and understanding that we have an enemy that wants to rob, steal, and destroy the faith that the Son of God puts in us to obey the Father through the power of the Holy Spirit.
2: I just want to point out, you know, uh, the Apostle Paul was the rabbi Saul before he got dramatically converted. And in the Hebrew, the word for obedience in Greek, I'm sorry, not Hebrew, in Greek, means to listen, to hear, and to obey. And it's interesting, we're talking about having faith to believe and here, so the uh, the word um, obedience in the Greek really encompasses hearing and taking heed. So we see this verse, this portion of scripture, at the beginning and at the end of the letter. And it seems that the obedience of faith is really the whole purpose that this was written. For us all and to the nations to demonstrate the obedience of faith. We read in Romans chapter 5 verse 19, For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners, so also by one man's obedience, many will be made righteousness. Of course, we're talking about Adam and Eve. Adam sinned, but the one man's obedience, which refers to Jesus, many will be made righteousness. Hallelujah. What does the obedience of faith mean to us? Well, obedience must come from the heart. I was just thinking that you could be obedient to somebody just to make an impression on him, or t- to get a reputation of being a nice person. But something about the obedience of faith is very different, and it must come from the heart. We read this in Romans six verse seventeen. But God be thanked that though you yourself, though you were, I'm sorry, let me start over. But God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin. Yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. So again, the obedience must come from the faith that's in our heart.
3: And from the what that you have been delivered?
2: To the doctrine that which you have been delivered. What,
3: In other words, a doctrine is what Paul taught them. And I am convinced, Shelley, that before Paul met the Lord on the road to Damascus. Paul loved the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and he feared him, and with everything in him, he lived by his commandments, by his Torah. And when Jesus revealed himself to Paul as the Messiah, he realized that he couldn't be connected with the doctrines of men and the teachings of men because he was taught that Jesus was a heretic. And so I'm saying all this to say we need to be aware of the voice that speaks to us, and we need to be aware of the power of our flesh and our soul that's fallen, and we need to ask the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, even Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit to confirm to us what we believe we're hearing because we as humans can find a scripture that will fit or suit what we might desire, which will bring deception if the Lord is not leading or guiding that way.
2: It's it's really true, true. I don't think I mentioned the word Shema in Hebrew, because Shema means hear and obey, and we see that this word for obedience really means the same thing, hear and obey. So Paul was bringing something that he was familiar with, but on a much deeper level. We read in Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 13, And it shall be that if you earnestly obey my commandments, which I command you today, to love the Lord your God and serve him with all your heart, with all your soul, then I will give you the rain for your land in its season. So again, there are great rewards of having faith in your heart, the faith in the Lord, and obeying, hearing and obeying, God will reward that person.
3: And I forgot to say, Shelley, the point in what I was sharing is the Lord has given us a new heart. That's right. And... In our new heart, he has written his law that we might not sin against him. So we need to really learn to rid ourselves of the life that comes from our old self. We're exhorted in Colossians and in Ephesians to put off the old self and live by the new heart that God has given us as born-again believers because that heart, the new heart, will not deceive us.
2: Amen, amen,
3: amen. So we know that faith is
2: in our heart and we must obey from the heart. Um, and also, the obedience of faith, there must be a willingness to obey. It says in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Okay, this is the prophet Isaiah who had great insight into what was to come. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. We read also in Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse twenty-nine, all oh, that there was such a heart in them, that they would fear me and keep all my commandments, that it might be well with them and with their children forever." So it's powerful, June. This was, of course, in the Old Testament. This is in Deuteronomy, that God was praying that there would be such a heart that they would fear God, keep his commandments, not just for their sake, but it might be well with them and with their children forever. It's such a promise of God, which should give us a great, uh, what can I say? Incentive. Incentive to... uh, be obedient to every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And it should be, uh, I pray that our, our listeners will now take heed when they, when they sit down to read the word of God or listen to the word of God. When God commands something, it needs to be obeyed. And one of the things we'll see is as far as obedient, that we have to know that God controls our life.
3: And we also need to know Him, Shelley, yes, because yes. to know Him is to really know, believe, and realize that anything that God commands or God s- speaks to us to do is for our eternal yes, good yes. or for His eternal purposes that hold a reward. It's so important to know the Lord, know His voice, and obey him.
2: Thank you, Lord. Thank Father, you, Lord. instruct us and instruct all the listeners that we need to live by faith and obey by faith. And uh, the uh, obedience is the fruit of faith. So thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening.